Welcome back to the podcast. This is Human to Human. Today, I'm with one of my good friends, Ethan. We went to high school together. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Ethan. As Jess just said, uh, I go to now I go to Concordia University in Montreal. Um, previously, went to school in the U.S., did a bit of a year there. Um, it was great. That's great. You want to say what you're uh, studying? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing um, studio arts at Concordia. So my major is just kind of like majoring in everything. Sort nice. Of, nice. <laughs> under the fine arts uh, sort of gauge. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, cool. So today we're going to talk all about change and rebirth. And Ethan had specific thoughts on kind of a process that you go through when you experience change. And you just went through such a huge change of going completely transferring from one school to another. Well, so we went to school in Etobicoke in Toronto. Um, we went to high school there. And then so Ethan made a big move across the country, spent a year there and is now in Montreal. So yeah, huge move. So do you want to tell us kind of about that process of, of doing that move and that change, what you've learned about yourself? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll talk about that for a bit. And then I can talk about some other things as well, like some of my own ideas. But basically that process of change was something that took a bit of it took a bit of time like like I think I was sort of feeling that maybe it wasn't the right place like over winter break and like feeling like I kind of needed to like get out of there but I also was like had it in my head that it was like you know we went through all this effort to get there I like was spending all this money to get me there and then I so I needed to like see it through um and then I just like came back like after all of like the COVID stuff hit and I got back and I was like at home. And then I was thinking about all the flights I had to take to get back to Portland in like August. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like there's no way. And that was like the first sort of indicator that maybe I didn't want to go back. Um, and then there was all these other things. And like, I just decided to like look into Concordia just on a whim. Um, then it started becoming more and more like, clear to me that that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I think what I learned about it a lot is from that situation was that like to not see something through to the end, isn't like a sign of weakness. Like quitting isn't a sign of weakness. It's like, if anything, like to realize that something isn't like going that great and like, you're not loving it. it I think it takes more strength of character to like, be like, fuck, I'm done with this and I need to move on to like something else, find a new like sort of path but yeah mm, that's such a good point oh my god I feel like you've already de like <laughs> dove in so deep into it so quickly yeah. that that yeah that it's not a sign of weakness and there's nothing wrong with choosing a different a lot path. of people think that like a lot of people think that it's a sign of weakness to not see something through to the end um because they're just like that's the way it's been like ingrained in our heads that we need to like think we need to finish things but do you think yeah. if COVID didn't hit and you didn't come home at the time you did that you would have stayed or switched I have no idea I, I like it's really I think I wasn't like I was a bit unsure about going back but when I was there I was still in my head that I was coming back within a couple of weeks or like that I was going to be back in August so who knows I might have still been there um, but it, maybe it took like that little bit of extra like umph of like COVID and all of that to like really get my mind like rolling on that sort of thought. But yeah, no, I don't, I have no idea. I have no yeah. Idea. I could, I could have still been there. It was just a matter of just like thinking about it for like a number of days, like to a week at a time and just like not being able to not think about it and like mm -hmm. realizing, Oh, maybe there's a reason. 
What do you feel like you've learned about yourself through changing schools, moving across the country, and then making another big change? Um, that like, I guess change isn't scary. It's something to embrace. And it's like, mm. you shouldn't be afraid of something because it's unpredictable. You're not sure how it's going to go. And like, I really wasn't sure how Montreal was going to go and I'm still not sure how it's going to be. And mm-hmm. if it was like in the long run, if it was the better thing, but it's just like taking shit as they come and like yeah. figuring out like where to go from there. And it all works out in the end. So like, yeah and I honestly I feel like when like we're considering a big life change like you can kind of tell what's right like your body like pulls you one way or another like for for me I was totally being pulled to come to the west coast and leave Toronto and I think it's a matter of if we want to listen to it or not well you can't stop getting that like thought out of your brain um and if if you will allow me I can transition into more please yeah that is actually the perfect uh, segue but like it's that like so basically I, when, when I got back, I was like, had kind of like scrapped my artist statement at the beginning of the year. Cause I was like, fuck, I just want to make work without having to put myself into these, like this box all the time. Cause I saw so many people at my school just making work for the sake of making work. So I was like, I need to just do that. I need to just create without these boundaries of like putting into a certain idea. So I worked all year just like that. And I started noticing like themes and reoccurring patterns and this and that. Um, and like, then I was at home and I was like talking to my mom for a bit and we were talking about art. And I was like listening, watching the show at the time um, that got me really inspired. And like, I sort of just started like coming up with all these ideas again that I felt like I wanted to explore more or that were being explored within my work. Um, and that is like the idea of like rebirth and change um, and things becoming something else and like otherworldly sort of bits and bobs <laughs> but basically what I created sort of was this like thing that I called the rebirth cycle um which is a bit of a dra- dramatic name because I just call it I sometimes just say refer to it as like the stages of change or stages of like rebirth and it's not like rebirth in the sense of like oh you're a completely new person it can be something super small and it's just but like change comes on all levels but I noticed that like in my own life I went through sort of every time I went through a significant change and even like a smaller change, I sort of went through this cycle um, no matter how long it took each like stage to like um, go through. But yeah, so basically like what we're talking about um, with uh, having an idea in our head and not being able to get rid of it um, and acknowledging it. And so that like, so the first stage in this, in my stage of rebirth cycle or whatever, um, was is acknowledgement because it's like what it takes to go through that change is like acknowledging it acknowledging that you want it to happen um and Mm. acknowledging that it's there um and like as i've kind of through this which seems obvious like but like that like change is in no way subconscious like i think change is completely conscious whether or not it's very small or like you can't like you can't go through change without in some way wanting it um Mm. I think. And Mm -hmm. so that first stage is acknowledgement, like realizing that there's something wrong and then there has to be a change. And then the second stage I would say is desire, which is like, which is different because it's not like realizing that that want it's acknowledgement is realizing that that want is there and desire is like fueling that want and being Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I really want to make this happen. Like I need this. I need to go through this sort of thing. Um, And then I would say, after desire, it would be like action, which is like taking the necessary like steps to 
achieve those things that you want, like start like go walking up those stairs to get to the top to wherever that changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that it's uh, metamorphosis and so like, or like literally metamorphosis or change, which is just when you start to see like the change occurring um, and you begin to see yourself becoming like this new sort of version of yourself, however that may be. Um, and then stage five is like acceptance, which is like accepting the way you were alongside the way you are becoming. Mm. Um, so like, I find what a lot of people do is they look back on parts of themselves and they're like, Ooh, that was like cringe or that was like weird. And it's like, but it's, that was just all a part of that process to get you where you are, where you need to be today and where you are today. So it's like accepting that that was a part of your history. And that is what that pushed you to change into who you are now. Um, and then accepting who you are now as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then the final stage is like enlightenment um, as well. <laughs> it's like born anew, you are now walking this plane with past knowledge and mistakes that only make your new self stronger. And that I would say is like, which I noticed like I related it to like some shit I went through like in high school. I related that to like the wanting to switch schools. It's like I just saw myself go through that every time and like coming out as like, whether or not mm-hmm. it was like drastically different. But mm. like, you. That even makes me think about like when you're going through change, what it can do when you're fighting it. And when you don't, Mm -hmm. you're not accepting it. You're not acknowledging it. You're not allowing it to take place. Like when COVID happened, I feel like you use that as an opportunity to be like, okay, let's think about what I really want. And for me, when COVID happened, I think I fought the change so much when it first took Mm -hmm. place that it made it so much harder to experience enlightenment and experience this new growth and rebirth from it. Yeah, because, yeah, totally. Because it's not like you can't, the change isn't going to happen without you. And like the change in your mind isn't just going to happen one day. So you, like, you need to be a part of it. And like, so that is acknowledging it and like exist instead of fighting it. And if you fight it, you're not going to be a part of it and it's not going to go the way, I don't think it'll go the best way possible, um, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I've just been sort of like playing around with that a lot lately and yeah. just thinking about how like, change being conscious and that like I realized like I didn't go through no change in my life except for like you know like maybe with like just growing up and stuff but who knows there's could have been part of me that been like oh I don't want to be like that anymore you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah yeah. I love that. I feel like change is something we experience all the time in like micro, like I actually remember so many moments where I was sitting being like, everything is changing. Everything is changing so fast. Holy shit. Like, what do I do? Oh my God. But it's like, we're constantly changing. Yeah. It's Even constant. Every single day. Sometimes it's just bigger than others. And that's why I see it as like a cycle, right? It's yeah. Like- and a cycle of like, what do you call it? Do you call it like the six step process in rebirth? Yeah, I called it, I, it's got different names like the rebirth cycle like stages mm-hmm. of rebirth but like i think it is like a cycle because you're right we do go through change like daily and like we do go through like small changes and like mm-hmm. yeah we're growing every day like you yeah know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you find is the hardest part of this like stages for you is there one that have you found you fought with before or you haven't wanted to experience um i think like for, I think for me, one of the harder ones would probably be like acceptance or acknowledgement, just like acknowledging that. It, Cause once I get an idea in my head, I'll make it happen. So action and like desire isn't, wasn't really like a tough thing for me. It was literally just like, for me, it was always realizing that I want that change to happen. Mm. Um, and then everything from there is okay. But then also accepting the way I once was instead of trying to like, like push that down and like hide it. 
it's just being like, no, that was a part of who I am. I'm not going to be like self-conscious or anything about that. It's just like, yeah. I love how you brought up a point of like, it's so easy for us to look back on our past house and be like, Oh, that's so cringe or Oh, like I hated that. But it's like in the moment, that's who we were. And that's who we were. Yeah. We didn't like, (laughs) we, well, we couldn't have, we didn't have any control over that at the time. Yeah. And that's the beauty of change is looking back and being like, Oh, I'm not who I used to be. And that's a good thing that we're growing and evolving. Yeah, and no, I think it's that whole point. I think that was just the hugest one for me. Uh, just yeah. Like, you know, your past self was just a part of the process. Like, respect the process. For real. <laughs> and, I feel like I've totally heard you say that before. Respect the process. Yeah. No, I just, because it's everything's a part of the process and things happen and you do have control over certain things and mm-hmm. like change. Like, I really do not think that we do not have control over the change that happens in our lives within ourselves. I, I would say more so than sometimes you can't stop things that just um, like physical changes. Like if you get, yeah. it's kind of dark, but if you get like hit by a car, you don't really like, <laughs> that's kind of like some otherworldly sort of shit. But like, I think within ourselves, I think we do have the power over ourselves, especially when it comes to change. Yeah. I think it's also uh, interesting to think about like external factors and how that can really impact our change um, yeah. or us going through change. And like, people's opinions can really like, you know, deter us from listening to that like inner instincts we have and that pull we have, you know, like your pull to change schools, my pull to move here. It's really easy to hear other people's opinions and be like, is that what I really think? Or Mm -hmm. like, should I go with what they feel? Cause people's also, I think a huge part of change is like people putting their fears onto you. And then that can actually like hinder us from accepting it and diving into it as fully yeah. as we would have without it exactly because so yeah because these people because people just want to like they brought their own concerns about it and mm-hmm. those concerns get reflected out onto you and then that will can affect you in in some way and that's why I've, like all but it's still even so like all these external like factors can like trigger the that idea like covid making me think of like maybe i should switch schools but it's like Ultimately, there's not. I don't think. I don't, do not believe there's enough physical factors in the world to make someone like go through their own mental change like that. Um, mm. and you prove me wrong, like if I <laughs> if I'm wrong. But like, I feel like it's just you know, people like these physical things can happen, but it's up to them to change what goes on inside. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious if you've experienced this. This is something I've been thinking about and talking about a lot recently is like fears that you have or like overall what you vocalize and what you put out there will come true. And like for me, like my mom has vocalized many times. She's like said when you move across the country, like you have to come back, you have to come back. And it's created, she's vocalized that fear of me not coming back. So now for me, when I've been in really beautiful (laughs) moments here, I'll be like, how can I ever leave? Right. (laughs) And so I think that's like, that's like resisting change and speaking your fears out loud. And I'm curious if you've experienced any sort of form of that while you've gone through all these processes. Like speaking my fears out out Yeah. Or people around you or, or if you put something out there, if it's happened or come like any, any of your thoughts on that? Um, I can't think of specific, but I guess like, I guess one example of that, if I'm like, I tend to like, if I'm going through something or like, like really going through something that's really kind of got me fucked up and I'm just like not sure like how to think about it or whatever. I'll like write down everything that's sort of scaring me about it. Like, mm. and I, I don't say I resort to writing things down like often, but when it's really fucking bugging me, I'll like 
like I'll pull out my phone and write down like a huge paragraph on notes of just like everything that's sort of scaring me. And then I find by the time I get to the end of the paragraph, like it's giving just that change over that as I write it more and more and try to get the thoughts out. And it's just like not having things jumbled in my, cause things are scarier as well when they're like jumbled in your brain and your brain yeah. adding all of this stuff on top of it. And it's like, so just getting it out onto like paper or into like a note or something is just like, I bet it's very helpful for me at least to yeah. like work through that and sort of figure it out. And yeah, some people I guess do that through like just saying it out loud and like saying yeah. it to people. Yeah. That is a really good, it. it's a good way to put it though. Cause I feel like when everything is a lot scarier in our brain and I like, you know, hype everything like, like this is such a big deal to move somewhere so far or to make a big change or to transfer schools. And, mm-hmm. and it can seem so huge in your brain. And then you write it down or your fears are so big inside your head. And then you write it down and you're like, Oh, yeah. Hey, this is totally possible. I can design my life. I can go wherever I want. I can yeah. live wherever I want. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, <laughs> it becomes a lot more attainable once it's out of your head. Because yeah. your, your head fucks things up. Your head <laughs> says like throws much of shit in there that you don't really need. Um you just need to get like the main thought out there. That's such a good way to put it. Your head throws a bunch of things <laughs> in there that you don't need. It's the truth. That's why a lot of people write things down. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't get people that can just they don't write things down. They keep it all in their brain. I just feel like I forget everything. I feel like I have to process everything external, like not externally, but like I can't just sit because I know like one of my old roommates, he had to like just sit in his head for a long time and just like think yeah. everything through. And I'm like, no, I need to talk about it and I need to write it down. Yeah, I'm similar. Yeah, very much so. Like, which is yeah, it's interesting. I like. I don't feel like I can. I need to get it out of my head to someone else or onto writing or like in that way I can like properly process it. And that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like another thing that's like part of that whole like uh, rebirth sort of thing. Like that's like action right there. That's mm. like, that's the necessary steps you're taking to like understand the change and like to figure out how you can like go through it properly. Um, so yeah, so you like you could apply it to that. But that being said, I don't know how like, I, I don't know if this would apply to everyone. Um, this is very coming from very much from a personal experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is <laughs> to go branch off to another thing is also new for me, like making work about actually like coming from personal like things that I never really felt comfortable making work about myself that featured myself in any way. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. I, yeah. I didn't No, it wasn't for me. Um, also cause I didn't feel like, I could because um, I didn't feel like there was anything I had to say about anything um, mm. that was like worth my opinion uh, and like so I just didn't ever make work really about myself I would always make it about other things uh, like characters and things like that but then like like working through this like and coming up with these ideas is very much so like what's helped me kind of transition to making more work about just myself and it doesn't have to be about anything like crazy just about like whatever, like I've been writing like a script about this, um, this topic. That's like a, I imagine it as like an animated series um, and eventually, but it's like a seven episode list or seven episodes, maybe potentially eight. And each episode is like a dive into one of the uh, things into one mm-hmm. of the stages. And then with mm-hmm. an intro. and like, that's been huge too. Cause that is kind of, that is sort of all about me, that whole script. Um, and like kind of, it's helped me work through, that script just helped me work through like a lot of things like writing down, like, um, mm. like coming to terms with 
certain things. So that was like that script in itself was one of the stages for me going through like a change. Um, when that change being like my recent like breakup. Right. And mm-hmm. like, so, and I wrote down a lot about my feelings about that integrated into the script and like how I was coming, how I was dealing with it. So that's mm-hmm. like another big like change thing. And that I, I think creating artwork um, or just creating, doing something creative to help process a change we're going through or something we're experiencing is totally a part of the stages. And I think a part of a healing process, like I have said multiple times that making this podcast and having these conversations is a part of a healing journey for me and figuring out where I want to go next. And I love, so what, why do you think before, did you feel like you I don't know, you weren't valid enough to make art about yourself or like what, like why do you think it took you till now to start? Cause you've been making art for a long time. Yeah, honestly. Um, I think it's just cause of like, like, uh, sort of just my life in general. Like I haven't really experienced hardship. I've been lucky enough to not mm. really experience hardship and I've been lucky enough to like, be financially stable and all this and that so there wasn't like i didn't feel like and i and i was all also in this battle of like trying to figure out what art had to be and did art have to be about all these like really intense topics and like Mm. things like that and like coming realizing that it doesn't art doesn't necessarily have to be so intense it can be lighthearted. it can be like funny it can yeah it can take on many different tones um so once i came to terms with that too i was able to like sort of create more work that just came from my own like thoughts and things like that like Mm -hmm. all my work would come from my own thoughts but like things I was actually thinking about and not feeling foolish about writing them and like things like that and just realizing like I if this is helpful for me then it's like it's worthwhile right (laughs) you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I think it's so easy to kind of get in our own heads but once you start putting it out there it just makes so much more sense and and I think it like amplifies the the process of change it speeds it up in some ways mm-hmm. or propels it even more yeah. when we start to make something creative and external with it well because you're also same way with writing it down like you're forcing yourself to think about it and you're forcing yourself to like process it in a way mm-hmm. that isn't just in your head and that can that can happen visually and people do that visually like um yeah so that's kind of like been happening to me <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With, but with writing and writing this whole like sort of script thing but yeah that's awesome i'm excited to see where it goes yeah i can yeah i can show you i can send you some stuff yeah please please yeah i'd love that like i guess a lot of sort of my research into it and like um and realizing what it was for myself like this sort of like rebirth i like spent a lot of time researching like different like religious beliefs ideas of rebirth um Mm. and a lot of them like like were similar in hinduism uh, like reincarnation, a major like tenet of Hinduism is when the soul, which is seen as eternal and part of the spiritual realm, returns to the physical realm in a new body. And so like I saw that sort of as like your soul like leaves your body and then comes back anew, whether or not like it doesn't like, it doesn't necessarily to me it wasn't as like necessarily a new body sort of thing. And that's how this is my own interpretation of like how mm-hmm. I applied it to my own work. Um like your soul leaves and then comes back into your new self sort of thing. And I yeah and I looked at it to like christianity and judaism just to see like other viewpoints on rebirth and like how rebirth exists in different people's minds sort of thing mm. that would that affected my own research as well this and that yeah yeah, yeah. 
That even made me think of uh, Maxine was just telling me a story the other day of she did a breath work and she actually experienced it was like a two hour session in a group. It was a couple years ago. She did it and they led them through like really intense breathing exercises. And she Mm -hmm. like actually had a moment where she like could feel her body, like she left her body and she could see it. And then like, yeah, like like crazy, (laughs) no drugs, no nothing. Like just a two hour like intense breathing and the oxygen flowing everywhere. And she could, she literally, could see herself leave her body and she could see it externally or whatever and then like came back into it and I and that even made me think of like kind of what rebirth is and what we experience yeah Yeah, those breathing technique exercises are crazy like I've seen ones that people do to like go into like extreme cold and they're like by breathing in a certain way for so for so long they'll like enter this like state Mm. it's crazy I don't know how to describe it it's insane the power our mind has because even like we went into the ocean um, on the full moon the other day and it was so cold and then set, we were like this and we were like clenching everything and then we were like, wait, we can just like, like we can just relax. I know. I do that all the time. With cold. Yeah. <laughs> and you just like breathe and you're just like. <sighs> and you're like, no, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I got colder this. when you're like this. You're colder yeah. when you're like that and you and, tell your mind. Yeah. And I think life is harder and, and things are more difficult and just kind of crazy when we're clenching so hard to a past thing or a past self and we're holding yeah. on so tight. Yeah. And then when we let go and we accept, it's like, okay, the change is going to flow and the good shit's yeah, going to come. Happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think what I like, yeah, just another thing as well. It's like relating to this is um, like therapy or rehab or something like mm. that. And like, you've heard before that you you can't force someone to go into therapy. You can't force someone to go into rehab. They need to realize themselves that they need it because they'll only get what they need from it if they are ready to accept it sort of thing. And I like, and that's a very extreme example. Um, but it make it's, it attests like other things. It's like, you can't go through that if you're not ready to, if mm-hmm. you don't accept and that you're going yeah, yeah. Even if you, you don't have to be ready, but like, you can even just be like prepared to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I think this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. I love that. That's like a perfect <laughs> way to like sum it all up. That's awesome. I'm so happy we did this. Yes, thank you. No, it was great. I wanted to be on the podcast so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan said when we were we were at the cottage, having all like we had like kind of all our good friends um from high school come to my cottage and it was like the best couple days ever it was so fun and we had a moment ethan and i were in the water and he was like i want to be on the podcast and i was like i can't think about that right now (laughs) but i was persistent here i am (laughs) yeah yeah i'm so glad this is such a perfect topic like it's so important and your podcast is sick like thank you i loved it it's like i think it's really i don't know i was i don't remember who i was talking to the other day but i was saying like i've never seen anyone like really make something happen in the way that you are making it happen you know what i'm saying like you were like i like i remember just talking to you in high school and you were like oh this is i want to do like i don't know if like life coaching is the right word but like that sort of thing like talking about like helping people in that way um and you like and i was like oh that's sick jess like that's really awesome you can make that happen and you like are you are making that happen you're taking necessary steps with like and i think this podcast is just a testament to that it's really cool that you're actually like feels legit Thank you so much. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I, I, I'm excited. I'm really happy. I talked about doing it for a couple months, and then one of my friends was like, "You just yeah, need you to just, go. You just need I, to do it." Exactly. You just need to do it. It's one of those things that it's just like you can talk about it for so long, but you just gotta fucking do it. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just putting ourselves out there, getting uncomfortable and letting the change flow. And I talked to this awesome podcaster. His name's Lance. He runs a podcast called University of Adversity. And I was getting like advice from him and he was like, podcasting will change your life. And I was like, I've already <laughs> felt it. It's so, and, and he's like, and he's like 37 in this, like, and, and he lives in Vancouver and I like messaged him yesterday. I'm like, Hey, like, can I like, cause I've chatted with him a few times. I'm like, can I like come see you when I'm there and like putting yourself out there and making yourself uncomfortable. Like yeah. ever, we just want connection. We just want to exchange and like totally. Totally. do it. And I'm like, yeah. okay, we don't, we don't need to build things up in our brain. So huge. Like it's easier. Uh, Life is a bit easier than blow things out of proportions. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, in some situations, you know, like, yeah, I think it's better. Like I think, yeah, cause there's hardship everywhere, but I think that a lot of things can come down to just like, your brain is getting you stuck in that position and yeah. you have the power to mentally pull yourself out of it. Um, you know, and, uh, that's, I wanted to start a podcast too before, but I have no idea what to make a podcast about. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to put it into words. I'm actually going to work yeah. with like a copywriter who does really good writing stuff. I met I her through Maxine and she like creates, she can take everything you're saying and put it really well into writing. So I'm trying to like fix my description to get it more in line. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. But I feel like honestly for me, when I want to create something or do something, I just need to like sit in some silence by myself, yeah. go to nature and it happens. Our brain will do it. Yeah. Yeah. True. Exactly. Yeah. It's just time. And that's another thing too. Oh my God. There's so many things. So like, <laughs> it's just letting things take the time they need to take, which is another thing I've been trying to work on, especially with like my artwork. Um, like I've yeah. been working on a piece for like several months now that like I'm unheard of before. I would try to get things done so quick. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's just, just like letting life flow. It's yeah, important. Letting, yeah, exactly. Things will you know, have a realization one day and then whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, do you want to uh, let us know where we can follow you and check out your art too so people can can go? Uh, you can find me on Ethan underscore doing underscore art underscore stuff on Instagram. <laughs> um, there's, I'm posting on there in a little bit, but there's still cool stuff. Um, I am coming, I'm a friend of mine and I start starting an artist duo. So we're, we have, we're going to make work for that soon and get the Instagram going. So watch out for that. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it that's about it yay oh i'm so happy we did this it feels so yeah, good to be well. like makes me feel less far from montreal as well yeah oh my god but yeah you're you're in my position yeah <laughs> oh my god that's crazy i totally am but it's weird i don't feel that far no i think because you're in the same country yeah that's um, very true and that, like even though like the u.s is so close it still feels like so otherworldly yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 How All long right, are you well, in Vancouver again? Sorry again. Hold on. I'm just going to stop recording. So I'll just do a little outro later. So, because I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk to you about your life still. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Ethan for being on the podcast. I also wanted to give a really quick shout out to Pitchboy on Instagram. He has been remastering our audio. This is uh, the first one that'll be coming out that he's remastered. Sorry, Tristan, I didn't send you this clip to put on the end. So the transition will probably not be as smooth as he would hope it would be. But make sure you follow him. He makes really great music. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Jessica J. McDonald. Check out Ethan as well. And please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. Thank you so much much for listening and I'm posting every Tuesday and Friday.